Mental prayer is the method that St. Teresa used with her Carmelite daughters to acquire a spirituality that encourages divine intimacy and a deep knowledge of God. This is the Meditation and Mental Prayer podcast, Catholics Talking to God. In this episode, we will first list the seven steps of the Carmelite method of mental prayer without any preamble. Then, as the bell tolls, we will enter into an example meditation. Our meditation today will center on the first sorrowful mystery of the rosary, the agony in the garden. These are the seven steps of St. Teresa of Avila's method of meditation and mental prayer. 1. The preparation, which is the placing of ourselves in the presence of God. 2. The reading of a passage from scripture or a pious book. 3. Meditating and reflecting on the passage. 4. Prayer. 5. Thanksgiving. 6. Offering. 7. Petition. Carmelite Meditation. Step 1. Enter into the presence of God. You might find it easier to close your eyes for this step. Be aware of how the presence of God is all around you. Say, In you, my God, I live and move and have my being. I salute you, Lord, present here in this room with me. I salute you in heaven. Step 2. The Reading. The First Sorrowful Mystery, The Agony in the Garden. Matthew twenty-six thirty-six. Then Jesus came with them into a country place, which is called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit you here till I go yonder and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to grow sorrowful and to be sad. Then he saith to them, My soul is sorrowful, even unto death. Stay you here and watch with me. And going a little further, he fell upon his face, praying and saying, My father, if it is possible, let this chalice pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh to his disciples and findeth them asleep. And he saith to Peter, What, could you not watch one hour with me? Watch ye and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, the second time he went and prayed, saying, My father, if this chalice may not pass away, then I must drink it. Thy will be done. And he cometh again and findeth them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And leaving them, he went again, and he prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he cometh to his disciples and saith to them, Sleep ye now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Step 3. Meditation and Reflection on the Passage What, could you not watch one hour with me? That first word, what, brings us up short. It's so abrupt. Jesus' first emotion is dismay and disbelief. What, he says. Jesus is serious. He shows his displeasure. Jesus expected to find them awake and deep in prayer, not deep in sleep. He seems incredulous. Could you not watch one hour with me? They are looking up at him. They can say nothing. They thought they would stay awake and pray. Does Jesus feel abandoned by these especially chosen three? Peter, who so short a time ago had pledged his life to his Lord. James, who Jesus had playfully nicknamed Son of Thunder. He would be the first apostle to die a martyr. Beloved John, to whom he would bequeath his mother, all three had been privileged to experience his transfiguration. Surely they could have watched one hour with him. He had warned them about temptation. When they had asked him to teach them to pray, Jesus had specifically said, lead us not into temptation. Judas was on his way, spurred on by Satan. That fiend had rushed ahead. He was here in the garden now. 
they had let down their guard. After all they had seen and heard and experienced, how could they sleep when he had specifically asked them to pray? Perhaps at this point in the meditation, we move seamlessly into the fourth step, the prayer of intimacy and love for our Savior. Step four, prayer. What do you want me to learn, Lord, from this sorrowful mystery? The answer springs from the reading. I seem to hear Jesus say, I constantly ask you to watch and pray. Be truthful now with me. How often do I come and find you sleeping? I lower my head in shame. He continues, Yes, I am shocked that so often I come and find you ignoring my mother's invitation to pray her rosary. I'm shocked that after all the graces I have given you, I find you unresponsive, spiritually asleep. Yes, it is true that Peter, James, and John had the experience of seeing my divinity, but isn't it true that you have been given the gift of faith to enable you to see what they could not possibly see? The whole story of redemption. You know who I am. You know my church needs prayer. You know that millions of souls are lost daily because they have no one to pray for them. I expect you to watch and pray. Stay here and watch with me. My answer? Yes, Jesus, I will stay and keep you company. He impresses on me again. Watch ye and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Keep joining me in mental prayer. Keep watch over yourself. Keep watch for my inspirations. Pray against temptation. My Lord, my first temptation is to avoid or ignore your calls to prayer during the day. My second temptation is to leave prayer often, to fall asleep by drifting off to other worldly thoughts. I explain to Jesus that I am learning. Jesus, you chose twelve apostles, and you yourself said one of them was a devil. You chose Peter as the rock on which to build your church. You chose James and John to witness your divinity. These were ordinary people, people like me. You chose me to be a Catholic. Dear Lord, how have I let you down? Jesus waits for the enormity of the responsibility to sink into my understanding. For a fleeting moment I feel it, inside the narrow gate, bound completely to his will. Then it is gone. Step 5. Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come here to watch with you. Thank you for touching my heart. Thank you for the gift of faith. Thank you for constantly calling me to pray. Thank you for not giving up on me. The thought makes me afraid that perhaps you might turn away and not bother with me anymore. Thank you for all the beautiful Catholics all over the world praying to you now. Thank you for increasing their number, Lord. Step 6. Offering. When grace bids me turn my attention to you, Lord, at odd moments during the day, I will remind myself, watch. I will watch how easily I am tempted to ignore the call of grace. I will learn about myself. I offer you now, Jesus, all my duties that I carry out today. I offer you every minute of my time living today. Step 7. Petition. This last step, the seventh step, can be anything from a simple, I love you, Jesus, help me to love you even more, to a more intense petition for your own soul and the souls of others. Please, Lord, if you find me sleeping, please don't turn away telling me I can take my rest now. Please don't give up on me. Teach me, Lord, how to love you more and more each day. I petition the Father now, in Jesus' name, for enlightenment for the following people. Let them come to know, love, and serve you here on earth, Lord, so that they can be happy with you forever in heaven. This is the end of the meditation. Your own meditation will probably take a completely different form. What are the personal things that spring to your mind during the first step, the reading? 
In the reading, you might find that the Lord draws your attention instead to his call to your commitment to do his will. As you read how Jesus said the self-same prayer, you may find he is asking you to join him in a greater petition to become more committed to prayer for your brothers and sisters. Are you suffering from mental anguish, fear, fear of the future, fear of the rest of the day? Look at Jesus more closely as he prays in the garden. What is he telling you about your life? Remember, he promised to swap burdens with you. He will take all your terrors if you take his burden, the burden of saving souls. In the meditation, do you see yourself with the apostles? Do you experience Jesus walking toward you? Are you ashamed, filled with despondency at the fragility of your spiritual life? Your meditation is personal. Your thoughts and feelings, your love for your Savior is a treasure beyond price. The riches of these moments with him cannot be comprehended by anyone else but you. God bless. God bless.